Well, thanks for joining us for day one of this 21-day detox devotional. My name is Ryland, pastor at Rockbrook Church. What's this podcast all about? Well, the meaning of detox is the removal of a toxic substance from a living organism. Typically, when we hear detox, we think of drugs and alcohol. And that's fine and exactly how you might want to think of it. But we are going to talk about it more broadly than that here. The removal of a toxic substance from a living organism. You know, we can have toxins in us beyond what we ingest. It goes beyond what we drink, smoke, eat, or even inject into our body. It seems like through the old year and even through the holidays that things have a way of sneaking up on us. Things enter into our lives, take up root and residence within us, things we know aren't good for us and things really we don't we don't want to do them toxins can get into our soul and spirit just like they get into our body we have prayer resources for these 21 days and fasting ideas at rockbrook.org prayer but my goal with the podcast is to offer a short devotional that you can listen to every day for 21 days the first week we'll focus on our spirit next week our souls Then the third week, our bodies. You can catch this while you're driving, doing laundry, or shoveling snow, or sit down and take notes and open up the scriptures with me. Also, our church has a different prayer emphasis for each of the 21 days, so after the detox devotional, we'll take a look at the prayer emphasis for the day. All in all, we'll spend a little time letting God work on us, and then a little time praying for others. I believe it's gonna be a powerful 21 days together. Today, I just want to answer the question, what's so profound about prayer and fasting? We see this struggle in the life of Jesus' disciples. Jesus sent the disciples out to do ministry, and they were having a lot of success. They were healing people and doing a lot of great things, but they had an instance where it would not work. And they're actually trying to cast a demon out of a demon-possessed boy, and the demon would not come out. We see this in Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Notice the demon is trying to destroy this boy, and the disciples could not do anything about it. Then Jesus gives the secret why it would not work. This is amazing. Do not miss a word here. These are powerful words. O unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed from that moment. I want you to notice his first statement, O unbelieving and perverse generation. If we really want to detox, remove a toxic substance from a living organism, remove our addictions, be freed from the things that torment us, uh, the wounds that we carry that distort the way we see the world, dethrone the idols that hold our hearts captive, we've got to take a serious look at those two words, unbelieving and perverse. Unbelieving, what does that mean? It means not connected to God. 
An unbeliever is someone who attempts to do life on their own. They've lost faith, lost hope. They're not believing. They're not connected enough to God. It's not just that. That's part of the problem, but that's not it. He said unbelieving, but also perverse. Perverse means too connected to the world. Not connected to God, too connected to the world. Uh, My dad would call that a deadly double whammy. I mean, that's it right there. That's the problem. That's our problem. Jesus, in one sentence, sums up the struggle and everything we're facing in life. The world leaves us empty and wanting. It has nothing for us. We want to be more connected to our Creator and the life that is truly life. And so, how do I get more connected to God and less connected to the world? The passage goes on. Verse 19, Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, Why couldn't we drive it out? So they had this failure. They didn't they didn't ask him in the street in front of everyone what went wrong. Uh, they asked him later in private. Why couldn't we drive out the demon? Why couldn't we heal the man's son? Jesus replied, Because you have so little faith. I tell you the truth, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. But this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. There it is. Prayer and fasting are the antidote to being an unbelieving and perverse generation. You know, why is it that some stuff you can correct on your own? Like the disciples, you may be able to do some good stuff. I can do some good stuff. I have some breakthroughs, find some miracles. But then at the same time, we have this one area that is unmovable. It's like a big mountain in front of us. Jesus says here, the answer is to connect to God and disconnect from the world. Prayer and fasting. Prayer connects us to God. Prayer is its much more than Well, now I lay me down to sleep or bless this food I'm about to eat. For prayer to be effective and move a mountain in your life, it's got to be more consistent and more intimate than that. You know, in the marriage relationship, there's a lot of communication that has to happen. Uh, Did you pay this bill? Um, We need to pick up the kids at this time. The plumber's coming over at nine. Who can be here? A lot of making just life happen communication, nuts and bolts stuff that needs to happen. But the power of marriage is found when you become one with someone. And there's a powerful connection. Prayer connects us to God. When's the last time you prayed about the mountain in your life? Other than just asking for forgiveness, when's the last time you talked to God openly about that thing? Prayer connects us to God. Fasting disconnects us from the world. I'll tell you, if you want to be countercultural, if you want to see some victory, if you want to go against the flow of materialism and addiction, try fasting. What is fasting? Uh, Fasting is not suffering for the sake of proving to God that you love him. That's not what it is. Fasting is not about giving something up. Fasting is about gaining. It's about gaining something. Fasting isn't about restricting your life. Fasting is about freedom. Fasting is an intentional disconnect from anything that has become an idol in my life. 
anything that's taken God's place. Fasting is an intentional uh, stepping away. And it's not only about food. It's about feeding the idols in our life. Fasting breaks the control, disconnecting from the world, and then let that drive you to pray, connecting to God. And let's be honest, it's so easy to let food, family, football, Facebook, and festivities to take over. Good things, good things that God created for us to enjoy, but not to worship. And when the relationship becomes improper, they become our God. They become the thing we think will rescue us, the thing we think will comfort us, and ease our pain. What or who are you looking to, to rescue you, comfort you, or ease your pain? Detoxing is about dethroning our false gods and making Jesus Christ the God of our lives. The Bible says we put Jesus on the throne when we confess him as Lord. And you may need to do that today. Day one of 21 days, maybe you're doing this for the first time or the thousandth time, but put Jesus back on the throne and dethrone the idols that have become the comfort and rescue for your life because they cannot ultimately save you. In fact, our prayer emphasis today comes from Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I know so many people who are ready for the new year. They're glad to say goodbye to 2020. I am too. But you can't make the new year new if you don't leave anything in the old year. Likewise, you can't make Jesus Lord of your life if you don't leave behind the old God. So today, let's pray about what these 21 days are going to look like and declare Jesus Lord of our lives. Heavenly Father, I dethrone the other gods, other loves, other idols ahead of you, God, you've put a lot of good blessings in my life. I don't want to look to anything else, though, for my rescuing, for my comfort, or to ease my pain. I put you on the throne of my life. Forgive me for putting other things there other than you. God, today I repent and change the direction of my life. Jesus, be my Lord. God, give me the power to move these mountains in my life. God, thank you for hope. Thank you for forgiveness. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I'm going to just let this track play out, and you take some time to reflect and pray on this. Talk to God. 